This is a HeadGum Podcast. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. You got mail. Hello, I'm Elise Morales. And I'm Millie Tamaris. And this is Go, Go Touch Grass. Grass, the podcast where we log in. So you can log off. Millie and I are two chronically online comedians. And on this podcast, we break down the week in internet discourse, viral memes, TikTok trends, and niche influencer drama so that you don't have to. And if you like what you hear today and want to hear more, we got a Go Touch Grass Patreon already up and running with all our test episodes, mini trending topics, a weekly newsletter, and our spin-off series Search History where we go back and break down a viral discourse from the past. And don't forget to leave us a five-star rating and review. And guys, today we have an incredible guest with us. We are so excited. I know I wasn't here last week for our incredible guest. I know, guest. You, you missed out. Uh, but... I got to listen. I, I got to listen to the podcast as a listener for the first time which ever. It was a wonderful experience. Today, we have with us. He's a comedian. He's a writer. Uh, he writes for TV. He writes the That's Marvelous newsletter. His stand-up special, People Pleaser, is out now. Just an all-around great guy, fun friend. <laughs> it's Josh Gondelman. Hello. Thank you so much for having me. Wow. Welcome. Wow. Welcome. We're to welcome the to the Go Touch Crowd. I I need it. Pantheon. <laughs> I'm too online. <laughs> Yeah, I, you're you, but you, we're the same. Like, I feel like you're someone who's like online, but like, isn't sick in the head. So I, that makes me happy. My wife kind of marvels that that like, because if we spend the same amount of time online, she'll come away just like, I can't. I have to go to space. Like, I can't be around <laughs> yeah. people anymore. Yeah. And I'll be like, oh, that's pretty good. It's not, but do you guys gen- generally have the same online habits? Because I would say, like me and my husband, I'm so plugged in, and he will. He has no. Oh idea. no, we're we're both pretty plugged in. We have like slightly different overlapping worlds. Mm-hmm. So yeah, like she's she's like an author. Or yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay, so here we're not talking about any of your accomplishments. It's all about your wife. She has so, a book yeah. that she has coming out <laughs> yeah. next year. Yeah, yeah, yeah. she Very just started exciting. a new column for Lit Hub. It's really great. Oh, nice. Yeah, she yeah she's so a let's really just keep wonderful writer. About your wife. Could do it the whole time. Aww. Big time wife guy over here. <laughs> Super wife guy, yeah. But I'm saying, so she's in like the book, which yep. there's a lot of drama that we've totally. talked about. Book talk, a lot book of book talk, talk drama. A lot of yeah. author shit. Um, but you're in a whole different space. You're, yeah. You're in the, the comedy, comedy space, space where sometimes I have to explain like, where she'll be like, who, what's Matt Rife? And I'll have to be like, well, long <laughs> ago. Like, <laughs> They were, years ago, they rebooted a show called TRL. And it's like, <laughs> oh, like, man. Let's Not talk the... about crowd work yeah, video. Yeah, what do you totally. know about crowd yeah, work it has, It's like how much context. <laughs> and she just has like, she has enough context just from my rantings and ramblings around the house. But it's like sometimes you're like, Oh right, this person—not Matt Rife necessarily, but like this person—will bubble up in the comedy community every few years, and you have to explain like some weird context for like uh, a guy that you know did one thing 15 years ago, and then people keep referencing it or whatever. Yes, yeah. With with my husband, it's very like a discourse will have happened; it'll be completely done. I'll be minding my own business, yep. and then Danny will come in and be like, "You heard about this guy, Matt Rife? Yeah, watched yeah. his special, and it was pretty bad." Yeah. And I'm it's like, really. <laughs> Yeah. It's really funny. My mom one time, 
she like like two years ago or something she's like look at shane do you know shane gillis and i'm like oh my god did <laughs> <laughs> like, you see it. this thing on snl where shane gillis got fired and i'm like oh boy <laughs> all right mom <laughs> just her, another mom thing she's like what's huna 10th what's huna 10th What's Huna 10th? And I'm like, what? And she's like, June. And I'm no, like, Juneteenth. June she's mm. like, I saw everyone online and I had to explain to her in Spanish. Right. What Juneteenth is. Sure. Like, oh, yeah. Um, this again. is on. This is kind of unrelated to discourse, but my dad did see my uncle. We were at Christmas and my uncle brought this little girl who was at our Christmas thing. He bought her this like off brand light up Elsa mm-hmm. that played Let It Go. Mm-hmm. And it, was, it went around on it. It could like wheel around on its own and it had wings which i think is how they got around it really being elsa because yeah. elsa mm. doesn't got have it. wings okay. because yeah, this yeah. one did in the canon she doesn't and i referred to her as elsa and my dad goes oh is she hispanic <laughs> because the only elsas he knows are like other old cuban women yeah. and i was like no yeah <laughs> no dad she's i think she's yeah. from like finland yeah <laughs> yeah yeah Sc- straight up scandinavian yeah like Super white. It just made me realize that this Christmas was the first time my dad had ever heard of Elsa. And I was like, that's crazy. Yeah. Yeah, Yeah, well. But why would he? Yeah, his daughters. One time I was walking through the Bronx and this dad was like washing his car and his little daughter was like running around. And she's like, Papi, I'm Elsa. And he's like, El que? Like, (laughs) what? Uh, And that just reminds me of that. Like, And that guy has daughters. Yeah. That age. So, you know. I think my parents would know... Like, I bet with my dad, he would know about, that there is an Elsa, mm-hmm. probably could connect it to Frozen, probably knows Let It Go, and then that's where it ends, where he's just like, I don't, why would I know the rest know? of it? Right. Yeah, yeah else, I feel like that's, that's a he knows, nothing. He knows her resume. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Like, actually, many people think that she's closeted, Dad. Okay, yeah. She's yeah. 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 <laughs> yeah. Too <laughs> online, too online. Like, like the queer icon, the Babadook. Yeah. My dad's yeah, yeah, like, yeah. what? <laughs> That's two online, two online. Yeah. Your parents' eyes just roll back into their yeah. head. Uh, yeah. All right. So, Josh, I explained this a little to you before you came on, but we have a main segment on the show called The Discourse. Yeah. Before we get into that, though, uh, you have been a discourse in yes. your past. <laughs> uh, I am talking, of course, about the time a deluge of comedians on Twitter all started trying to get you to do cocaine. Yeah. Um, which resulted in a change.org petition with over 500 signatures yeah. at the time of the Vulture article that I read about it this morning. Mm-hmm. So my question for you before we get started is, what was that experience like and how high are you right now? Okay, this is two great questions. I'm going to start <laughs> with the second one. Not high, okay. don't do cocaine. Okay. I don't. I, that wasn't a, a recommendation. I can't tell you how to live. Mm-hmm. I was saying, I don't do cocaine. Um but it was it was Matt Coff's bit, Daily yes. Show writer Matt Coff, who's a very funny comedian, and he tweeted, "Will you do cocaine with mm-hmm. me?" It was like, like a long running thing that he would be like, "Today's the day that I finally do cocaine," mm-hmm. and he would do this for a long time. And then uh, Paul F. Tompkins decided that for somehow I had reneged on a promise to Matt to do cocaine with him. Mm -hmm. So that's how the change.org petition started. This was probably three and a half years ago. It's still going strong and it finally fully crossed over. Mm -hmm. Like, cause I think almost everyone that knows about it knows that it's like a long running bit, even if they don't know the beginning of it. But I did last week, someone in my life texted me and was like, I hate to do this, but do you actually know where I could get some cocaine? (laughs) (laughs) And I was like, 
I don't. I was like, um, I know enough dirt bags that I, if it was a life and death situation, I could find cocaine. Like if it was some well, kind of like, you could just go back to change.org. Yeah. <laughs> that's right. That's right. I, I feel like I signed it. Yeah. Yeah. But I was like, this doesn't feel like it's a life and death issue. So, no. so I'm not my favorite thing about everything you shared is mm-hmm. you. It just reveals so much about you. One. Josh is connected in the industry. Josh knows people. He's name dropping. Does he need help picking up all the names he dropped? Daily Show writer, Paul F. Tompkins. Wow. Look at that. And two, petitions don't work. That's right. That's right. Because Josh still has not done it. I know. That's true. All you have to do is say no to a petition. He's got totally normal pupils sitting here. That's right. Thank you. (laughs) His pupils are just the exact normal size. Yeah, dilated exactly (laughs) to the light in the room. Josh, you've also became known for giving people pep talks Mm -hmm. online. In recent weeks, Elmo has been going viral (laughs) for asking people and checking in with people on Twitter. Do you feel like Elmo kind of stole your thing when he went viral for asking people how they were doing last week? Do you have any beef you'd like to start with Elmo on the pod right now? I mean, I feel like Elmo has his hands full of beefing with Larry David right now. Yeah, we just wanted to kind of try to get in on some of that. Yeah, ride that lightning. Um, yeah, exactly, <laughs> sure. Exactly. It seems like people are really talking about Elmo right now. I'm, I'm not trying to chase Clove by starting with Elmo. I will say, I, I feel like I have more of a Grover vibe. You Interesting. Know yeah. I would say that Grover is like not one of the ones I'm super familiar with to know his personality. He worked at a, a restaurant and I didn't know that. Right. Doesn't he always like get the get the like bald guy at his table and he's always fucking up the order and he's like a superhero and all he that. He does stuff. he does the super grover thing I knew. Super I forgot that he had a day job. Well, unfortunately, uh, hashtag American economy. Yeah, it's not enough to artists. be a Muppet anymore. <laughs> it's not enough to be a Muppet. We all got to do. Listen, I was filling out substitute teacher obligations. It is hard. It's hard. For, out here. It's, out her, it's hard out here. And even a fucking Muppet who's been working in the industry how long? 30 something years, yeah. 50 years? Yeah. Gotta get a day job. Yeah. And he works as a waiter. And I wonder what those rents are like on Sesame Street. They're probably they, skyrocketing. No, they're super There's no, they must, they must have a rent stabilized apartment. <laughs> Maybe, but you see how it started off with all black people and people of color, and now we're getting more and more white people? Clearly, it's gentrified Sesame Street. And, um, you know, we got to, you know, check that out. Let's just hope that Grover owns that brownstone. So, (laughs) yeah, let's hope. So what you're saying is Elmo could only beef with one Jewish comedian at a time. That's right. And that's like Larry David. I think that's right. And you are like taking a step back. Also, I would say Elmo's checking in with people. You're giving people right. pep talks. Yeah. Elmo really just kind of opened himself up to it and then was like, wow, thanks for sharing, everybody. <laughs> I feel so bad but for, you're the, doing for the sesame. I am. I try to. I try to. And that's what I do in the newsletter, too. I do pep talks every week. Uh, that's marvelous. Um, Can you give an example of a pep talk? Yeah. So the one today was. Can you some- give me one? I need it. Someone wrote in today about how they they are a non-binary person with very long hair and were just was, they were like I've been hoping for a long time I've been thinking about getting like a shorter more they said like a queer haircut mm-hmm. and shorter and they said like this is the kind of thing that long hair makes me present as more feminine and it feels like I'm kind of getting by with something you know like by presenting a certain way and and it, it smooths some friction about presenting a different way and I said you know I, I that's not something specifically that I've dealt with of like having a, a haircut that like affirms or 
states my gender specifically, mm -hmm. but I am a person who went from having some hair to having less hair. <laughs> yeah. and, and it's going to be okay. You can do yeah. it. People will comment, but they were going to comment before. And, yeah. and I think like you can always go back to having more hair if you don't like how it feels to have less hair, uh, but try not to rub it in, okay? Because we don't all have that option. <laughs> wow, and there you have it, folks. Josh Gondelman is the Mr. Rogers of the, of the <laughs> online community, but I will I also too. say Mr. Rogers probably has done cocaine. You think so? At a party? Maybe. Mr. Rogers is fine. I guess he was, like, pretty, like, like the time He's that the he people. was... the people. The times where he was, he was very popular... I feel like words a very like high partying time. He's sure. not worried about fentanyl. He's not worried. That's about, true. Yeah, yeah. He's not worried about anything. I feel like maybe he's at. I don't know. Did Mr. Rogers go to Studio Fifty Four? But I feel like <laughs> when he, yeah, probably. He gets in. He takes off his cardigan. Hangs yeah, exactly. it up, like, like I don't a, know. Drew Barrymore was there. She was like twelve. Yeah, so. that's true. <laughs> like, um, but I'm just like when we, we known Mr. Rogers, he was like older. Yeah. Like so, I'm saying in his party days. When he when he was a youth, when he was a youth, he was you know, he was doing a little bit of the nose candy. Back when um, he was just, back before he was Mister Rogers, back when he was just Freddie R. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah exactly. Well, there you go. Well, back then I knew him as Freddie. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We all called him Freddie. Fast Freddie Rogers. <laughs> no, well, <laughs> dude, dude, you know Fast Freddie Rogers? <laughs> that dude was like a Hoover. <laughs> <laughs> all right. I'm gonna move us on to our game. Okay. Okay. So we play a game. Uh, this is a this is our classic Go Touch Grass game. It's Love called it. What Are They Talking About? Okay. And the way this game works is I'm gonna re read you a reply from Twitter, and you and Millie will guess what this person could possibly have been replying to. Okay. Um, and we've only had one person guess, and it's because they had seen the tweet. So Got don't it. feel okay. Don't feel obligated. No one's like supposed to win. Okay. Uh, I so will still feel bad if I don't. <laughs> okay, well, that's fine. And that's fine. Uh, so this is a tweet from James. Uh, his handle is at James70889-8896. Okay. So, oh, I know him. No, uh, so James, you, you know Jimmy. James. Yeah, he's in Macedonia. Um, <laughs> this is the tweet. Please put walls between urinals in men's bathroom at City Field Mets. This is 2024. Men feel uncomfortable and don't pee next to men urinating. Fights can happen when men look at the penis of other men. At CBS New York, at NBC New York, at Fox 5 New York, at Stephen A. Cohen 2, at New York Post, at New York Daily News. Can you guys guess what this man was replying to? Your hint is the Mets. I would say Mrs. Met posted a selfie. Mm. That's a good. That's a really good guess. I'm gonna guess the Mets official account posted like a picture of a, a, a pitcher's like hand throwing a ball, mm -hmm. and it's like pitchers and catchers. Like it's like a countdown till spring training or till pitchers and catchers reporting. Those, yeah, because it's not even baseball season. Yeah, no. those those are really really good. This guesses. guy's so afraid of seeing someone. Yeah, dick. I know he's he's <laughs> thinking about it months, months ahead of time. Uh, it was a response to the Mets official account okay. saying, we are proud to celebrate Black History Month. <laughs> <laughs> it's just them. And wow. just a graphic of the Mets saying, it's Black History Month. Well, and he said, men cannot be seeing the penis of other men. <laughs> I mean, there's a little correlation. It's not like the smooth criminal, this is America before economic downturn. I so, mean, do I like? Do I agree? Is this a good way to 
get that make, change yeah, made. Get that change made. No. Is well, petition's not going to do it. Because yeah, clearly, look, Josh don't believe in petitions, but I'm just like, this one of all the ones that we've had so far, um, of what are we talking about? Like the guy who said he's li- he feels like he's living in North Korea because there's a plastic ban. Um, or the person who said smooth criminal was the peak of him. I would say this one, I could see the fucked up logic. Totally. <laughs> it's like how a James beautiful, mo- yeah, how, yeah, this, how re- this he, reply. And there were, there is like enough connective tissue, right? Like he was talking about the Mets yeah. <laughs> and where they yeah. play baseball. Yeah. So you go, okay, he's got that going for him. Cause I feel like a lot of the time when, when a tweet is like that intense and kind of like like out in space a little bit that could be a reply truly to anything anything. yeah Yeah. like that could have been someone being like it could have been like anna kendrick being like it's a beautiful day i'm gonna go for a jog and be like the mets need partitions (laughs) this is 2024 men feel uncomfortable And don't- also, also, that 2024 is like, come on, it get with the program. It's yeah. 2024. Now men have started to feel uncomfortable. <laughs> or no, it's, it's been it's been decades and mm. centuries of men feeling like they don't want to see other penises. Fights and, can happen. Fights, fights can happen. Fights can happen when can men imagine? look at the penis. So of other men. someone, so you look over at someone's dick and then they're punching you. <laughs> Two I'm guys like, dicks out punching yeah, each punching, other in the face. I mean, Jesus. Uh, I'm also like, yeah, I th- well, this is also my conspiracy theory, tinfoil hat time, but it's James 778. You know, I, I, I joked that it was Macedonia because of all the numbers, but this is the kind of shit that like Russian, you know, bought people. I'm not, it's not even bots. It's like they pay people to sow discord and yeah. disunity and like make really bold statements that cause fights. And this does sound like something of like, so that, that like a bot be- a bot is trying to sow discord among the among Mets fans so, by creating. So this is like an attempt to like tear democracy apart. Yeah, yeah. It starts here, yeah. and then you you create the wedge issue, which is uh, partitions. Can you the, see? Yeah, no, and as a man in 2024, Josh, do you think we need partitions? In- yeah, come down, come down one way or another on this. I I'm not against partitions. I think it's like nice to have a little privacy in a, a public space like that. Okay. I don't I truly can't imagine getting into a f- fight <laughs> over that. I'm just like aren't you doing your business? Like yeah. I'm like I don't know. I'm like are you well, looking at other dicks when you're peeing? When I was growing up there was just a straight up trough yeah. at Fenway Park. Yeah. Like it wasn't even urinals. Boston. Yeah. That you would just pee like where like uh where like horses would eat from. Yeah, yeah, yeah. In the bathrooms of Fenway Park. So that's like I get if he was like, It's twenty twenty four, I don't wanna pee in a trough. <laughs> yeah. I'd be like, sure. I do feel like the last line about fights kind of is more of a James specific problem. Totally. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's he's totally... getting in fights yeah. in yeah. the bathroom. Yeah. Maybe What's a lot even to fight. <laughs> like I don't know. Well he said that it, it's because he feels uncomfortable. I think I think James sees a penis, he gets uncomfortable, and then he's not liable for his actions at that point. Now, I, I think it's the other way. He has a huge penis. Yeah. Huge Maybe. penis, and he's so self-conscious about yeah. it. And he's like, I'm tired of people looking at my huge schlong. Yeah. Maybe. Um, do they say schlong in Queens? I think they say schlong in Queens. Okay. Well. I, but I think I think it's closer to that, right? I don't think it's like I see a penis, I fly into a rage. I think he's like, if a guy looks at my penis, I don't know what gay. to do. Yeah. 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 
What does that mean? What does it it's mean? It's so funny because in other countries, like I'm just like one of my favorite things is going to a bathhouse in Japan. Or like, sure. And the American, you know, there's one's Korean. I don't know. And it's just like nudity is part of life in sure. many other places. Yeah. But here it's like. I can't pee. And how long? Including the bathrooms at City Field. Exactly. I was like, how long does peeing take? Like, it's not, I don't know. I'm just like, this guy can't go to an onsen. I don't know. Yeah. No, he certainly can't. One time when Danny and I went to Berlin, we were at this like lake and a a bunch of people were like sunbathing naked, whatever. And there was this guy who had rented a stand up paddleboard and he was like, he was alone off in the distance. He had like long flowing hair, very fit very tan he was stand-up paddleboarding completely naked so fast that it looked like he was like going somewhere like it looked like he was on his way to work he was on his way to fight (laughs) yeah he was going so fast and like his hair was flowing his dick was out and i was like that's honestly the most majestic thing i've ever seen like that person is truly free that's like as close as a person can be to being a bird i think it really was it was it was like i have the image like the sun was behind him i was like this is the most free person i've ever seen that's incredible I'd be so worried like a bird would fly into my penis though. Yeah, I, I into your penis, Joe. Not like up it, but like That's into the side of it. Yeah. Into the well, side. Yeah. I mean that can happen anytime. That's yeah. true. Yeah. That could happen at any time. Uh well, to anyone. The, the pigeons, the cocaine, Josh, the pigeons in our city are relentless. <laughs> I know. All right, I'm gonna get us into the discourse. Yes, okay. let's do it. So this is a great discourse for us today because on the day of the recording, we just uh, the Grammys were last night. Yeah, that's what I was gonna say. Relevant. It's very relevant. So today we are talking about Universal Music Group removing all of its music from TikTok. Are you guys familiar yes. with the fact that this has happened? Yes. Yes. Okay. <laughs> I'm yes. Obsessed. So basically what has what happened was after months of tense negotiations between UMG, which is the largest music company in the world. It's like them at the top and then like Sony and Warner are mm-hmm. kind of like next, I guess. Uh, they pulled their entire catalog from TikTok after these months of negotiations around Josh, you were a strike captain, as yes. we talked about. Let let me know if any of these issues seem relevant to sure. you, if they spark anything for you. Payouts for artists, yeah. use of AI. Mm-hmm. Um, all of these things are kind of what the debate was around between the two of them. But what the result has been is that like late last week, UMG pulled all of its music. Now, any TikToks that use a, un- a universal music group like any of their artists are now silent, which is very, very funny because now there's like a large number of TikToks of just like very conventionally attractive young women doing elaborate dances to nothing. Yeah. Sure. <laughs> well, I, I, when I scroll, I like almost never have my sound on. So that's what I see anywhere. Anyways, mm. I like never am on board with the song memes because I like don't listen. I'm just like, oh, they're all doing the same thing. Wonder that's why. That's what I like about Twitter. It's a silent platform. Yeah, yeah. I like that. But it is tough yeah. with, TikTok to be like, like I had to, you have to like change the settings for it to like open on mute. Yeah. And I had to do that because I'm like, I can't be immediately pulled into this world. But for the youths, Mm -hmm. not that we're not all extremely youthful, Mm, but like TikTok. (laughs) (laughs) No, you called it right. No, 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 it's okay. Everyone wants to start their year off on the right foot. And for me, that means making sure I'm eating well and have enough energy to do everything I want to do. But I'm not going to go to the butcher every day and get a fresh cut of quality meat. That's just not going to happen at this time of year Mm -mm. or any time of year. 
And that's why I go to Good Chop. Good Chop is such a lifesaver for me. Good Chop offers fully customizable boxes of high quality meat and seafood delivered to your door on your schedule. The products are vacuum sealed and frozen at peak freshness so you can stock your freezer and cook what you want. Choose from over 70 high quality cuts, 100% grass fed ribeyes, USDA prime filet mignon, free range and organic chicken breasts, pork tenderloin, and thick cut bacon, just to name a few. They also offer sustainable and wild caught seafood, salmon, Pacific cod, scallops, shrimp, and more. I loved the ribeye steak. Yeah. That was my favorite. I really can't say enough good stuff about Good Chop, you guys. We got our boxes, and I've been eating well. I know, and the steak, like... It was just such a good quality yeah. cut of steak that you can tell, like, it really didn't even need that much seasoning. Like, sometimes you have to over-season these cheap cuts of steak because they don't taste good. But the marbling and everything was just so delicious and yummy. Yeah. It was great. The bacon's really good, too. Like, thick, yeah. good, Yeah, and you don't have nice to go to bacon. the grocery store with that. That's amazing. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's genuinely... Really, really good. And unlike many other companies, Good Chop sources its meat and seafood exclusively from American farms and fisheries. So you can support local family farms and independent ranchers right here in the U.S. And it won't cost you a fortune. Good Chop's price per meal starts at just $3.74. Good Chop especially prides itself on sourcing meat that comes with no antibiotics or added hormones ever. No artificial ingredients only the good stuff. They're so confident in the quality of their cuts. They offer a 100% money back guarantee. Love Good Chop or get your money back. Go to goodchop.com slash touchgrass120 and use code touchgrass120 to get $120 off your first four boxes. That's code touchgrass120 at goodchop.com slash touchgrass120 for $120 off. Goodchop.com slash touchgrass120 code touchgrass120. Ophthalmologist Dr. Strauss has seen firsthand how the Metaverse is helping surgeons practice the procedures to treat cataracts. Cataracts are the primary cause of avoidable blindness. He works with a virtual reality training platform developed by Fundamental VR and Orbis International to help surgeons develop the muscle memory they need. The result? More confident, capable surgeons. And even more importantly, patients who can see. Explore more stories like Dr. Strauss's at meta.com slash metaverseimpact. Got but like TikTok is a very music centered yeah. platform. Totally. That's kind of how it blew up. Yeah. Was like yeah. the dances the and sure. lip syncing and like all of that stuff. And UMG, their music cover is like huge, huge artists. So Taylor Swift, Ariana Grande, who has an album that's about to come out, The Weeknd. Those are the. That's just like some UMG yeah. artists. And then I was also reading that. So there are other ones. So like Megan the Stallion's music is still on there because she's like Sony. Okay. But if if this debate continues, what UMG can do is they can pull anyone who's even like a subsidiary of theirs. Like they can mm. actually pull more music because wow. they'll be like, well, we actually distribute Megan the Stallion's song in this market, so we can pull it. Like yeah. so, there. This is like phase one of them being able to pull the music. They actually can pull What's, more music if they want. It's so interesting to see these, right? Because it's not like record labels are legendarily generous to no, the artists there. No. It's like, you can't screw over our artists. We screw over our yeah, artists. Right. Kind of like the strike 
is being negotiated by HBO Max. Like, right. yes. it's like, you know, because I mean, I'm sure you're going to get into yeah. it. Yeah. So we no, can, move. yeah, fine. we're going to get into it. But it's like the, the reality is unless you're a Taylor Swift, you rely on TikTok for free promotion sure. and all this stuff. And I'm sure. Yeah, you're going to. Yeah. So exactly what Millie was saying. This is a really big deal. I, it's a big deal for like huge artists like a Taylor Swift or whatever, but it's really like I'm sure Ariana Grande is not happy that TikTok is yeah. like that she can't put her music on TikTok. But what it's a really big deal for is smaller artists because now they can't promote right. any new music that they have coming out. And TikTok, as of right now, it's it's basically considered the most common way for people to discover new music. There yeah. are mm-hmm. tons of like. Like Old Town Road blew up on TikTok. Yep. Driver's license blew up on TikTok. Uh, they'll TikTok will also like make songs have a resurgence. So yep. like after Stranger Things used uh, running, running up, up that, that hill, hill, it was all over TikTok. Now because of Saltburn, murder on the dance floor is yeah. all over there TikTok. There was um uh the Mountain Goat song No Children yes. was like a big TikTok trend. There was like a dance. <laughs> yes, and so like it can. It can revive your song at any, like your song can blow up on TikTok at any time. And they were also, TikTok is either currently releasing or like they're about to release a feature where you can pre-save a song directly to Spotify from someone's Mm. profile. Oh, interesting. So that's like a huge, huge deal too. Because I know, I just know that when I follow musicians or anyone, they're always like pre-save, pre-save, pre-save. So that to take that like direct way to put another step when it's like, oh, this artist, you can directly pre-save their stuff because they're Sony, but because I'm UMG, you're going to have to like click extra links. Yeah. That, that'll like bring your reach down. That'll make totally. it so people can't, you know. And this yeah. is coming like kind of at the same time, right, as didn't Spotify recently announce that they were raising the threshold for what yeah. it even takes to like start paying out residuals? Yeah. Yes. And then Apple music kind of did the inverse where like artists have to pay in more to get into the system like yeah. to like register their music with them so it's, it really just feels like this is these huge titans are fighting like it's like yes. go, like Godzilla I don't know if this is how it happened in the Louise but like Godzilla and Mothra are fighting mm-hmm. but they're destroying the city yeah, right? exactly, yeah exactly it's like it, it really is very much like that because it what I've been seeing in the research that I did is that artists are pretty unhappy with the fact that this has happened and like i'm gonna actually scroll down hold on okay so they're like pretty conflicted and divided on what they're doing and it's i think one of the big differences between what we all went through with the strike and this is that it's not like they're in a union and voted to strike and they knew this was coming and they were part of the negotiations and whatever totally it's that umg had this issue with TikTok, UMG got pissed and UMG unilaterally decided to pull all their music and like I, I pulled statements from a bunch there's this Australian DJ Alice in Wonderland oh, now that I say the name out loud wow. Al- DJ Alice in Wonderland that's good DJ Alice in Wonderland if you're listening that's good uh, <laughs> posted a thing being like you took all my music off arguably the world's biggest social media platform and you did it without asking yeah. Yeah. you know and the Grammy nominee Noah Cahan he was nominated last night for best new artist he had that song that's like Hell, I love Vermont, but it's the city of the sticks, and I have you heard stick it's, it's season? Not, is yes. that what it's called? Yes. My this my high school, um, very acoustic, like I yeah yeah. I'm like that's not my FYP. But, I have a little anecdote, but I'll let my you um 
my friend Marcos that I went to high school with um, plays drums in his band, oh, which fun. is pretty cool. Yeah, it's really awesome. Very he played. Northeast. He got to play SNL with him, which That's is cool. cool. Yeah, that rules. Yeah, um, I know that there's this like on Black TikTok. There's this song that's like really, really popular now, where you mm-hmm. you know it's like nobody knows me like you do. It's by Mooney Long, mm-hmm. and it's literally like the trend is like people who you know like. You're talking to the sandwich guy, and it's like you're the only oh, one. Oh, that's knows. funny. Like, yeah. That's like yeah. But she, that song was blowing up, and it was in turn like causing her to like really be popping. And then when this happened, she just like, like pissed. And then what, ha- what is happening now is that people are posting like things that you use. Um, <laughs> it's really funny, but things that you use like songs for, like when they're doing nails or like wig installs or this and that. But then there's like janky covers of like somebody with a terrible voice singing the song and then putting it on. So you see this beautiful woman getting a wig installed or getting a weave installed. And it's like, you know, serious work of displaying artistry. And then on the background is like, oh, no. Like, oh, that's so cover. funny. And like, but that girl's pissed because she's like. I bet. You know, it's like the guy who did um, Bad Habit. Remember that song? Uh, da, da, da. It's a bad habit. Steve mm-hmm. Lacey. Yeah. That song blew up. He did this like sold out tour around the world. Like it just like elevates your career in a new way. Well, so. yeah, again, so this guy, Noah Cahan, who your friend dr- is a drummer in his band, he, like, he his song blew up on TikTok, and then he was nominated for Best New Artist mm-hmm. at the Grammys. He was at the Grammys last night. So, like, it is a huge deal, and he kind of had a similar thing to say, which is, like, I guess he has new music coming out, and he can't promote it. Yeah. And again, a, a lot of artists, what they've been coming back to is just, like, you guys just did this. Yeah. Like, you didn't, there's no... Because it's not a union, it's just the record label that owns your stuff. They can just do whatever, and they can't ask you or tell you or get input. Even Jack Antonoff was asked backstage at the Grammys last night, uh, and he said, there's a lot of things wrong with the industry. Last time I was here, we were talking about ticketing. You've always got to make sure as an artist you can't get used to being paid less, which they try to get you used to. But I think it's asked backwards, and at the very least, we should have known. Yeah. So it's basically like... It's put these artists, I think, in this weird position of, like, kind of having to advocate for themselves to be paid less. It's like, okay, I don't want to advocate for myself to be paid less, but also, like, you guys fucked me over by doing this, and I don't know that, like, this is how we would have all wanted to do it. And it's, I think, another thing about it, right, it's not just, like, artists decided that TikTok was the best way to do it. It's, like, it feels like more and more record labels are saying, like, TikTok is the vehicle that yes. we use for promotion, right? So they they're they're creating this situation in part, or they're feeding into this situation where like, oh, we see that this can help artists pop, and so we're just gonna like make that our promotion plan, and then to pull the rug out from under the artists, it's like, well, now the artists are suffering, and your giant billion dollar record label is gonna be fine. Well, yeah, yeah. and they they like uh, I've read stuff about how record labels are making like we're purposefully making songs shorter, making them more clippable, all of this stuff to try to make sure that there's a TikTok dance that goes with it. I always think about a song that ended up in my Spotify wrapped, but that Megan Trainor song that's like, uh, I can have my Gucci on, whatever. It's like that song was literally developed for TikTok. When she dropped it, it came with a dance. Like that is part of now the strategy for artists and for a record label. And I remember reading something about 
Adele's last album, they her label was basically trying to get her to like make shorter songs. Yeah. Hey, fucking Adele doing a TikTok dance. It's yeah. very funny she's to like think about. Fake crying. And she's big enough that she was like, no, yeah. I'm I'm not going to and whatever. But as a young artist, imagine like you just completely catered your album to yeah. TikTok and then your record label is like, actually we're we're taking everything off of TikTok. Yeah. Yeah, and- it's kind of, I mean, what's happening is Again, they're they're trying to acclimate artists to like get paid less, but also they're trying to acclimate like it's like it's becoming impossible to not the only way that you can make money now is touring, mm-hmm. you know, and that's why the whole uh, ticket debacle was p- big last year because like it's like people you're you're doing all these tours and it's so unaffordable for your audience and you're not even getting in the money and now it's like one of the ways that you can promote yourself or make some money by streams is getting taken from you without any say or anything. And at the, you know, on one end, it's like, you know, the labels have been making things marketable on TikTok, but at the, you know, at the end of the day, like the majority of the way that shit goes viral is free marketing from people. Yeah, People are making these things like using it. I know that like, again, that's how you know i don't necessarily listen to afro beats at home every day but the, like the the biggest afro beat song love i can't pronounce the enwanti or something is that the guy there there was i bet he was the guy at the grammys last night i don't remember but there was an afro beats like performance at the grammys last night yeah but but it's just like hearing somebody use that in the background of their vacation or my boyfriend bought me like these things that people are making and using your song as the background, that's free marketing. Yeah. Um, you know what I mean? They're not, Universal Music is not paying people to show like a nail job or their home renovation to the background of their song. Right. So these people are doing it and then somebody else likes the song and then they're going to use it and they're going to use it. So that is free marketing. And it's like, because university, uh, Universal Music doesn't think TikTok is paying them enough or whatever, it's like now they're squandering the bag. And it's like in the long term, more people will know about, it's not about the actual money from the clicks. It's about the promotion overall. You know, it's like, you know, people are saying they're blocking their blessings because it's like, it's not just that, you know, people like are getting residuals from that. It's like the the dance turns into I'm going to save the song. The song turns into I like this artist. Yep. I like this artist turns into I'm going to go see their tour. Totally. I like their tour. I'm going to see their merch. And it's like they're just stopping at the beginning and yeah. they're stopping the whole pipeline, which the, is so greedy. There's I wanted to shout out. I, that's what I was looking up. Um. I, some folks that organize with um, UMAW, the United Musicians and Allied Workers. Oh, cool. Which is like a, uh, like an org. I mean, there are also union musicians, right? Yeah. And they were like out in force during the uh, SAG after NWGA strikes, which is really cool. Like the days they came and like played was were yeah, like awesome. very awesome. Um, but this, it's like people hope helping the music industry organize to ideally like collectively bargain and figure out like how to get the fair cut, right? Because you know spotify goes well if we pay artists fairly then we then there's no spotify and it's like you don't get to have a business if your business model is stealing there's also no spotify if there are no artists so what are you it's i feel like that is the big thing that's missing here is that it's not being it's not a union-led situation and so it's not actually it's being done in the name of the artists but like is that actually who it's being done for and like 
I will say TikTok's pay is really bad. I pulled some numbers and I guess they pay like a, I, I don't know exactly how this works, but they pay a lump sum rather than a revenue share situation. And they pay the labels less than half of what the labels get from Meta. I guess they like re, the, hmm. they recently like renegotiated with Meta and a bunch of these other platforms. YouTube was another big one. YouTube is different. Um, I, I, but, I well, so, but, so that's kind of what TikTok says is they're like, YouTube's different. YouTube has YouTube music. We don't have that. We're a promotional platform. But then at the same time, TikTok is releasing, like, now you can make 10-minute long videos. Yeah. Now you can do longer stuff. So sure. TikTok's response is to kind of be like, we're just a promotional platform, and we don't get anything from hosting this music. And that's also kind of disingenuous, too. Like, you guys... It's completely disingenuous. Yeah, like, you guys... The fact that music blows up on your platform is a big part of why your platform is famous. Your platform became famous from dancing yeah. to music and dancing clips and lip syncing <clears throat> and shit. So, like, don't act like you don't get anything from the fact that you're now the number one platform for finding Absolutely. new music. Yeah. Yeah. And it's, it's They're so MySpacing, sad. basically. Because well, I remember back in the day, yeah. MySpace was how you found new music. Absolutely. Yeah, I loved MySpace. MySpace was the best for music. And that's the same thing, too. There's this guy's TikTok account where all he does is find, like, his whole thing was finding artists on Spotify that have less than 200 plays and just blowing it up. And that's like, fun. That's how, yeah, and that's how I find a lot of my artists. Yeah. And it's so sad because... I mean, Republicans are always embarrassing, but um, we just had TikTok like in Senate congressional yeah. hearings, and Tom Cotton, who's a Humiliating. super huge, oh, it, racist and a piece of shit, guy. he instead of like actually asking real good questions like, "What are you doing with the things? Why are you making TikTok TikTok a home shopping network? Yeah, why are you, this and that? It's yeah. like." How does your Are algorithm you, work? How does your algorithm work? It's, it's lit Tom Cotton's questions to uh, the CEO of TikTok was literally... Uh, are you in the Chinese Communist Party? Yeah. And the guy's like, I'm from Singapore. And he's like, so are you in the Chinese Communist what Party? What language do you speak? What language he's like, do you I'm speak? from Singapore. Yeah, he's exactly. like, I've served in the Singaporean Army. Yeah. <laughs> so it's like, it's like, it's because the guy's so racist, yeah. we're so stuck on that. Yeah. We're not asking real questions that actually could help our country and our economy. Oh, it's every like, time a social media company has to go before Congress, it's, it's so It's brutal. It's unbelievable. They're like, how do I log into my Wi-Fi? Yeah, oh, absolutely. That's absolutely what's what it is every password? time. What's my password? So this is like the radio. And you're like, yeah. oh, no. You're 500 years. Like, truly, you're truly six decades out of date with yeah. technology. So you, know, you call it TikTok. Where's the clock? Yeah. And you're like, yes. what are you? Oh, so oh my God. Brutal. There's that or just straight up, like, you know, my my cousin is Republican, and no one likes their tweets. Yeah, and that's yeah. suppression. Why is he shadow banned? Why yeah. is he shadow banned? It's because hey, uh, James just replied to me. Why are men, Why aren't there uh, <laughs> barriers in the urinals <laughs> at City Field? What What do you have to say about that? And, and, the, guy's like, and, and uh, the guy's like, I'm from Singapore. I don't, I don't, we don't know. Yeah, <laughs> I don't know. I, I don't put the partitions in yeah, the I don't, I'm not in charge of the <laughs> sports bathrooms. <laughs> So it does seem like, yeah, it's going to be an ongoing this situation. TikTok's, TikTok has kind of been like not really responding, but they, their one statement that they put out is basically, 
Uh, this they put out on Twitter. It is sad and disappointing that Universal Music Group has put their own greed above the interests of their artists and songwriters. Despite Universal's false narrative and rhetoric, the fact is they have chosen to walk away from the powerful support of a platform with well over a billion users that serves as free promotional and discovery vehicle for their talent. Hmm. TikTok has been able to reach, reach an artist-first agreement with every other label and publisher. Clearly, Universal's self-serving actions are not in the best interests of artists, songwriters, and fans. This reminds me of when, like, some cable provider, like the Dish Network, will, will like, stop. They'll be in a fight with Disney and they'll stop carrying ESPN. And then ESPN will make all these commercials that they run other places that are like, you got to call them and tell them you want yeah. our network back. Yeah. And it's like, you fucking deal with it. Yeah, <laughs> I'm no, just some guy. Like, I know. It's like, you want us. It's like, call your senator. Yeah. But instead of, like, something that ends a genocide yeah. or something that, you know, provides... Health insurance, health insurance yeah. or something. It's Parental like leave. call your people, yeah. <laughs> call your representatives at Universal Music Group. Yes. And tell them to stop being greedy. And it's like, okay, but it's it's like that was a really pointed and direct um, statement. But it's also like, I'm not gonna root for TikTok. I you know guys that's are the thing also like... evil too and greedy and whatever. So it's like, I can't root for anybody, yeah. but I feel bad for the artist. Yeah, that's. A, I mean, that's how it always is, right? It's like the artists lose. The, these none of these like big corporate um, battles are for the benefit of the artist. No. Any benefit the artist sees is either ancillary or it's because the artist fought their own label or fought the platform for it. Exactly, and it's just very. I don't know. It's so interesting to see this going down after all of us being in the entertainment industry and seeing like. <laughs> I love. I'm so sorry. I left because you're like after we've all been in the entertainment. Like, oh yeah, yeah. That part of my career is done. But, I'm yeah, out no, of the industry. Not now. Well, <laughs> we're podcasting. Well, um, well, <laughs> uh, well, we'll talk after. To whatever degree there is an entertainment industry, still we are all working and we're, we're trying. We're, thriving. we're trying, um, and we would. But love do you have those substitute work, teacher but, applications? Um, <laughs> girl, they pay two hundred dollars a day. Okay, um, and that's all I'm saying. <laughs> and don't you have to get like a recommendation from I a principal? I know that's the thing. <laughs> I can listen. I looked at the substitute teacher thing too, yeah, and you got to get a recommendation go, yeah. from a so principal. Like, I don't think I know any principals. No, you have to right? walk into a school and be like, "Hey, you that you live around," and be like, "Hey, can I get the email of the principal?" And usually, the principals are so desperate they'll be like, "Yeah, sure." Wow, because that that was what stopped me dead in my yeah. track. I was like, "Well, I don't know a principal." Yeah, same. Yeah, I don't know. I don't but know even what. The, the thing is to the, go to like the nepotism. five schools. I know the nepotism. It's always who you know. Yeah, yeah. even fucking you know. Always who you know. School substitute teachers. Oh, so my babies. dad's not a principal? Yeah. My mom was a principal. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Okay. Yeah. So we know. Wow. Josh Nepo is a principal. Baby. Nepo baby. He could He could be a sub anywhere. That's right. <laughs> That's right. That I have a card that they show if I go into a school and someone gets mad at me, I show them the card. I'm like, friend of FOP, friend of principals. That's <laughs> ridiculous. <laughs> okay. So this is an ongoing conversation. Yeah. We're going to put a pin in that discourse. And Please. I'm going to move us on to our next segment, which is called Cursed Content. I'm ready. Okay, this is our segment where we talk through some content that is cursed that we think uh, reveals something deeply troubling about the world or would just upset us. And for this piece of cursed content, I didn't have to do any background research. All of the information is right there in the TikTok. I sent it to Elise because yes. it disturbed me. Yeah, uh, okay. this was actually sent to me on a couple different channels. Millie sent it to me. Many people were saying, Elise, have you seen this TikTok? And I was like, this is actually a perfect TikTok for us to show to Josh because I... It, uh, it's it, it, it incorporates one of your interests, which is 
shoes, sneakers. Okay. You're okay. known as a, I would say I'm you're a known as sneaker a sneaker, yeah. sneaker guy. I'm, a, I, I'm, I have too many sneakers. That's certainly true. You have cool shoes, Thank Josh. You. That's very I'll kind. I'll say it. Thank you. You've got cool shoes. Finally, someone says it. <laughs> so I'm very interested to get your take okay. on uh, what we're going to see here. My husband and I have removed the bottoms of all of our shoes. We decided to start walking barefoot and one of our followers had a great idea. Since some businesses don't want us being completely barefoot, if we cut off the bottom of our shoes, it allow us to be barefoot but blend in with everyone else. Mm -hmm. This is a huge commitment, but we were willing to make it. These are our favorite shoes. Our shoe collection is worth more than $20,000, but this is a sacrifice we're willing to take because walking barefoot means the world to us. The benefits of walking barefoot are priceless, so now our shoes are worth more than money could ever be. So today we got to work and started removing the bottoms. We weren't sure if this was going to be easy or hard and it ended up being pretty easy. We made little shelves where our toes are and our heels are. We made a little lip on the bottom of the shoe where our toenails will go so they can latch on so we'll actually be able to hold onto the shoe while trying to walk without the bottom. And we did the same thing for our heels. The experience of cutting off the bottoms of our shoes was very freeing and detoxifying just like walking barefoot is. So after we cut the bottoms off we decided to try it out. So we went to our favorite store Sephora and as you know they don't really like us in here without shoes. I needed to grab As a few things know. for a trip we're going on. The experience was absolutely perfect. The workers came up to us, they talked to us, they even complimented our shoes. I definitely recommend this if you're trying to go incognito barefoot. It's the perfect way to get all the benefits of going barefoot but also have no one know. So, so Josh. Um, Josh, initial reactions to this couple that says it is so important for one of being barefoot is such a high value to them that they've cut the soles off of all their shoes. So if if that's the case, if barefoot is such a priority, why was he wearing socks while he was cutting off the bottoms of the shoes? Well, I mean, that's a that's great a question. That's important question. That's, that jumped out at me. I was like, this this guy's a fucking phony. Yeah. Well, so, so what are you saying, Josh? You're saying stand in business? I saying, think so. Say, if you're going to be barefoot in the streets, you should be barefoot at home. Yeah, barefoot in the streets, barefoot in the sheets. Yeah. <laughs> Jesus Christ, those sheets are disgusting. Horrible. Yeah. So um, disgusting. They have to wash them twice a day. Uh, literally, I. there's something about the visual of them creating a shelf so that they could grip onto the shoes with their toes. Yeah. So the shoes aren't That's flopping awesome. around. That really sent a shiver down my spine. Sounds horrible. Uh, and I did look through the comments to be like, what... What are people saying about yeah. this? And it is mostly people being like, why don't you just get those barefoot shoes yeah. that are like. Is this like, is this a fake thing? No, no this it's is real. The, the shoe, like the barefoot people, it's like a big online community. I get that. It's on that. Facebook. It's on this whole thing. This is real, unfortunately. That's why it's in our cursed content. Yeah, thing, it's Josh. bleak. It's bleak. Your face. Can I just say your face? When they Are revealed, watching... when he held up the his foot. <laughs> oh. yeah. you're, no, when you were watching them take the soul off. Yeah. Your face was horrified. I mean, it was. I. It wasn't like oh, because also some of the shoes that they have, it's like, it's. They're, these people are incomprehensible to me because they were cutting up like those golden goose shoes it looked like, mm -hmm. which are they're like six hundred dollar shoes mm -hmm. that are like beat to shit when you get them. It's like a real rich person, like um creative director guy, yoga mm -hmm. mom. Yeah, try you know, like I, as we said with Kareem, I'm like trying to find one of those suckers to date. <laughs> <laughs> but it's like yeah. so these people already have six hundred dollar shoes that look like shit. And then they're yeah. cutting off the bottoms of them. Yeah. They said their collection was worth $20,000. Yeah. Uh, the other line that I love is just, 
And as you all know, Sephora doesn't like it if we go in there barefoot. And I'm like, I need as now. You know, yeah, why does know. everyone this, know? You have, why yeah. are you trying and to go like, Sephora barefoot? And she's like, yeah, when we were there, they were talking to us. <laughs> this like, is... They were, we asked questions. They even complimented her. She's I'm like, what was your experience at a yeah. Sephora before? Because it sounds like you just had a normal Sephora yeah. experience. Yeah. Where before they'd be like, not again. Get out of here. Yeah. <laughs> you got to yeah. have your shoes on. Yeah. Damn it. This <laughs> is... It's one, truly one notch. Like on the, like, if you have made a, a gradient of like things that are acceptable to do in public, this is one notch more acceptable than just jerking off. Well, I, yeah. One. It is, it's not as bad. It's not as bad. not as bad. I say that it's two. Okay, because two. Because one, one would be being barefoot completely and sure. being open about it but they're but this, closeted no, barefoot no 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 I think this is worse, worse? than being regular okay. barefoot I like you said stand on business be barefoot okay. yeah that is, is true it? because I don't want if I'm talking to someone who's barefoot who's who's full like souls are touching the ground I want to know yeah, yeah. I want to totally. know that yeah. I'm this in a is, Sephora and you're barefoot this is yeah. dick through the popcorn bag at the movies yes. wow <laughs> Wow. This is like, you're trying to get something over on me and it's gross and you just be up front. Yes. One time I was in, you know, I have a weakness. I have many weaknesses. I'm a human. <laughs> but I was in the, the RIP, the White Castle that was on 8th Avenue one time and I went to go order and this guy comes in and, you know, he looked like, I, you know, I'm not going to, you know, uh, make fun of a homeless person, but he looked like he was experiencing homelessness. Mm -hmm. But he came on with no shirt on sure. and a shirt around his neck. And then all the employees are like, oh, come on, Steve. No, don't do this again. And then he turns to everybody in the thing and he's like, come on, no one else is wearing a shirt. And it's like, everyone was wearing a shirt. Like, oh, I do what love are that. You like, it's like, he was, but he kind of like, his voice trailed off when he was like, come on, look at everybody. But then he realized everyone else was wearing a shirt. Oh, that's tough. And then it's like he really started on. that with such, such confidence. Confidence, and it trailed off because he was like, "He's like, surely yeah. somebody, uh, surely when I turn around, there's gonna be one other shirtless dude." And he's like, "Oh, come on, guys, just let me order without a shirt on." It's like, just put the shirt on, Steve. Yeah, that's you got there. one. He has one around the neck. Yeah, and um, they don't count that. I think that's you know that's a little picky of the White yeah, Castle. He people. was he had slacks on, and they were very low rise. Okay. You know, it was one of those where he, if he rose his arm, yeah. the dick was going to pop out. Okay. So yeah. he needed the shirt, I think. I feel you like... You need partitions when you're ordering at a White Castle. <laughs> <laughs> that could start fights. Yes. That could start fights. So much more likely to be a fight at a White Castle than from seeing someone's <laughs> dick. But at, at a Mets game, though, then... then what yeah, yeah definitely Mets fights at Mets games, Mets for games sure. Mets games have fights. Um, White Castle does have a lot of yeah. fights. I'm thinking now, like... I guess based on like the way that these two people in the TikTok were operating, that maybe if he just draped the shirt over, like he didn't fully put on the shirt, but he just draped it over the front of his body, <laughs> that would kind of be like yeah. cutting the soles out. Unfortunately, and that is basically wearing a shirt. Yeah, it's a halter top. He could have put yeah. a halter top on. Yeah. Um. So, uh, to round this out, I will say that pretty much everyone in the comments was concerned that they were going to get ringworm, which I didn't even think about, but yeah. Yeah, because mm -hmm. yeah. they were walking on like, I get being like, it's good to be barefoot in the grass. Sure. It's good to, yeah, you know. Touch grass. Yeah, that's exactly. It's good to right. get your feet. That's what they should be doing. They should get out of Sephora and go to where grass is. But to be like, no, my feet need to be touching the New York 
city they're concrete. They're in New York. I don't know. They're definitely they in, in a city. They were in a city for that, for they the were, Sephora. Yeah, they were definitely in a city area for the Sephora of it. So to say, like, my feet, the soles of my feet have to touch the sidewalk in New York City, in Sephora. I just am like, like it's just, it's, all your shoes. All of them. All That's of like them. if every book in your apartment had a flask in it. Yeah. <laughs> like, can't some of them right, just be yeah, regular have shoes? one pair yeah. that's like, these are my fake out yeah, shoes. Yeah, yes, exactly. For when I want to pretend know. that I'm. I know. But, but no. you're like, I need to be fake wearing shoes at every kind of occasion. Here's my fake dress shoes that I'm actually like, barefoot in. It's also, I mean, if we want to go to the privilege of it all of like, just don't buy shoes. Or it's also like, there are plenty of people that don't have shoes. Yeah. That would love your shoes. Yes. <laughs> like, right? And then you're taking these $600 shoes, $500 shoes, $200 shoes, and cutting the whole... It's just like... But no, they're priceless now. According to them, the shoes were... The shoe collection was worth $20,000. Now it has been rendered priceless. Well, they... I mean, in a way... Because they, of the benefits. Truthful. Yes, yeah. right. They meant... I think they misspoke. They meant worthless. Yeah. It's been rendered <laughs> worthless. <laughs> Because the benefits are so great to being barefoot in a Sephora it, that you, you Im- couldn't have shoes on for that time. Can you imagine how bad your feet would feel if every time you went out, you had to cling with your toes to the front of your shoe? That's you what... would get home and you would be all gnarled. It would look like you would look like uh, Streganona's yeah. fingers. Yeah, that's insane. That's so insane. And also, like, you know, I have, you know, pretty rough feet. Like, I, when I... I fucking was so pissed the other day when I went to go get a gel manicure and they charged me $15 extra to get callus remover. Wow. Like, Damn. Which is just the real cost of being a bad bitch. Whatever. Mm-hmm. But these people are going to get charged like $100. Like, yeah. I'm like, what are their pedicures? Like, that shit has to be so nasty. Yeah. They yeah. probably don't get them. No, I don't like think they're getting them. Teal. Yeah. I don't know. I it's think that gross. part of it is that they, they want to develop like a hobbit's foot. Yeah. Like it's like a thick skin right. so that you can walk anywhere. They can't even get it. They would just have to put the bottom of their foot up on one of those deli meat slicers once a week. L- literally. And just it's... get that bottom layer removed. So that's cursed content. Um, I'm that's sorry brutal. that you had to see that, but that's we did right. have to bring it to the people of Go Touch Grass Nation. Yeah. Um, and I did feel like your background as someone who appreciates shoes. Yeah, it was the right is, thing to bring to you. I, I hated it on a lot of levels. Thank you for that. It really <laughs> well, And now and can. now you'll always know that somewhere out there there is a couple that has cut the soles off all their shoes yeah. and is walking around. Yep. Oh. Well, thank you, Elise, for that. And, and you're mm-hmm. welcome. And we're gonna do our final segment of the show, which is Grasshole of the Week. Can't wait. This is our segment of the show where we tell someone kindly or unkindly to go outside and touch some grass. Mm-hmm. And this week's grass hole was hard because there were so many people this week who need to go outside and touch grass. But this person has posted so much that it was like she made it her mission to be nominated grass hole. Wow. Maybe one day, you know, that is a that is a hope that I have one day for the podcast is that once we're once we've achieved top of the charts world domination sure. that people are saying I want to be the grass hole. I'm, I'm, well, tri- I'm trying to get yeah. on the podcast. Well, I want to be told to go touch grass. Our grass hole of the week goes to Lauren, known as at loyal to Lauren on TikTok. Okay. Four days ago, Lauren was at Planet Fitness working out, and she saw a woman who had an exaggerated BBL. And she just, there's a lot of BBLs. Content. BBLs come up on the podcast so much. A lot, because it's important. It's like, Internet it's the discourse. boob jobs of this yeah. decade. 
It's, I was thinking recently because it's like BBLs. There's like a place Brazilian you go, right? Butt lift, yeah. And then you go if if you want to get your hairline fixed, you go to Turkey. Turkey. And I feel like every country should have because it used to be. I think the room, the the like story, and this stop me if I'm wrong. Mm-hmm. That like, I I think the term is gender reassignment surgery. Oh, gender yeah. con, uh, like confirm. Yeah, yeah. Gen- yes. Uh, like and that would that would there was like a affirming like Sweden, gender affirming gender affirming surgery. And so like Sweden. I think would do that for a while, mm-hmm. and so I think every country should have a surgery. Have that a they surgery. Do. Well, their one. people BBLs, people get them all over. Yeah, but it's called Brazilian butt lift, but you can get them all over. Mm-hmm. Turkey is known specifically. Yeah, yeah, yeah. For the hair transplant and hair transplant TikTok is crazy. It's, it's really, so funny. It, it's really fun and interesting, and some of them are really good. But Josh, let me finish. Sorry, we haven't even started to what happened. No, I apologize. So. Lauren was at Planet Fitness working out and she saw a woman who had an exaggerated BBL and she decided to record. First, she put the camera on herself and the text on the video says, okay, the BBLs have gone too far. And then she sneakily recorded this woman without her consent and then wrote on the cat, like wrote on the thing way too far. And Mm. the caption on her post says, yeah, I'll keep my butt uh, throw up emoji. Hashtag BBL. (laughs) The video got the one throw up emoji. It's like, oh, no. Yeah. I oh thought at God. first you meant like my butt stays thrown up. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> no, she's like the, the yeah, BBL yeah. is disgusting. Yes, I understood. Yeah. <laughs> but at first... The video, the video got 1.9 million views on TikTok. I discovered this video on Twitter. So okay. who knows how many people have seen this yeah. video. And the woman in the video who the other woman was talking about saw it. And this is what happened. This is the woman's, this is Lauren's response to that lady reaching out. So, so the lady who has the BBL, who Lauren said her BBL was a throw up inducing BBL, yeah. saw the video. This is what Lauren replied. So the girl with the BBL, she found me and she sent me a DM. Why would you do that, girl? You know it's public to be out in public. Anybody could record you in public without your consent, I would think you would know that, but obviously you don't. You have a BBL. You're obviously not out here for intellect. You're out here to get famous off your ass. Is that what you're trying to tell me in your DM? That you want people to view your videos because you have ass? Girl, she sent me a DM like, oh, I'm getting you more views since you posted me on your page. Is that your motive? Because that wasn't mine. You know, like, I only spoke my side because consciously I don't want you on my conscience and I want to say what I have to say and I'm not going to suppress what I have to say. Um, (laughs) But, okay, you come and find me if you want, but your messages don't really do anything to me and um, people are always going to have their opinion. People are going to say what they have to say and that's their right. You shouldn't even be worried, right? Her. But yeah, I wouldn't get no gonna, BBL. Like that's just not. Just they've gone okay. way too far. Like that's too far. Like you're at the gym. You're not even working out. You're showing off your ass at the gym. Like, we're out. at the gym, really trying to work out. Like really putting the effort in. Like come on, girl. You trying to distract us from <laughs> really putting that work in? Oh right, yeah, yeah. Right. Even if that's not your intent, just saying, you know, like, if you really had that good intention, then come forth with it. 
don't be worried about what somebody else got to say. Like, okay. <laughs> so, so this was two days ago, right? Okay. I love the idea that someone else's BBL would be on your conscience. She was like, yeah. I had to speak out because it I was on. To. I couldn't have that on my conscience. Yeah. Okay, so after this video, Lauren posted another video that says, I don't want a BBL look. I want a fitness enthusiast look. Uh, and the caption said, and it had a, a video of her like posing, you know, yeah. wearing leggings and stuff. And then the caption says, like arm emoji, squats, RDLs, weights, and cardio is fine with me. Workout emoji, hashtag toned body, hashtag natural body, hashtag no BBL. So, right, that's, so now we're two videos, right? Yeah. Then she posted again another video that says building a mus a muscler, you know, again, mu not muscular, mm -hmm. muscler, juicy, jiggly booty is fun. And it's a video outside a gym. Then she posts an eight minute video <laughs> of her doing a story time of the incident. We're just going to listen to like the first 20 seconds of this eight minute long video about the in incident. So since I have all this attention on me for being myself, um, let's talk about it. So basically, <laughs> my sister invited me to Planet Fitness and Compton the other night and I don't ever go to that location. And we were having a good time working out until the girl with the dinosaur butt came in. And I'm like, okay, this bitch wants attention. But little does she know, we're in public. Anything can So then, wait, the, the caption of that says, going viral, who cares? Hashtag, <laughs> <laughs> hashtag viral story. In it, she doubles down. Then she posts another video mm -hmm. of her dancing with the text with the text on the video saying, how to grow a natural glute. Peach emoji, peach emoji, peach emoji. Then she posts another video that says, want to get strong? Go inner. And then mus with the muscle arm emoji. And it's a video of her lifting weights. Sure. Then she posts another video that's two, two minutes and 48 seconds that says, I haven't read into any of those uh, BBL messages. So she's getting backlash because people are like, you're obsessed with this girl. What's wrong with you? Sure. And she, she said, she, she wrote a, she made a two minute and 48 second video saying, I haven't read any of those BBL messages. And then the caption on that says, shout out to Issa Rae for the hit show Insecure. Oh my gosh. We, we take what you give us and make money off of it. Hashtag get ready. Hashtag security, but it's spelled S-E-C-U-I-T-T-Y. Okay. Hashtag okay. no BBL. Then she's, she posted oh. another video showing saying three workouts in one day, and it's of her working out. And, and then I don't have another way to describe it besides gyrating on camera. Okay. So she's gyrating on camera. Then she posts another video. This is all four. This has happened in four days. She posts another video that's her it's her punching a punching bag okay and it says when all females can do is try to lie about being fake hard and basically it's like like um fake like hard is like yeah, when yeah. someone will fight like yeah. be tough so it's like you're lying like i'm the real deal and the caption says 
get in the ring and put down $10,000 on a legal fight or hush. Hashtag girls be weak. Hashtag can't fight. Hashtag, hashtag f- girls be weak. Damn. Hashtag fake hard. Hashtag, hashtag girls be weak. Hashtag come box. Hashtag get defeated. Hashtag stay undefeated. Hashtag workout. Come box. Okay. Come box. See, like come box yeah. with come me. Come box with yeah, me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Then she posted a video of her eating at Olive Garden. This was unrelated. I just thought that's it was nice. Funny. Yeah, I, know. I was I wondering love, what else she's been up to. I know. Okay. I love when in the middle of like what's clearly like a storm yeah. like this, it's like, and also I'm at Olive Garden, and also she's at Olive Garden. Congratulations! And she, and she said someone else paid for it, so it's like, okay, great. Congratulations and to then, Olivia on her first communion. <laughs> mm-hmm, exactly. And finally, nine hours ago, she posted well, so a video ongoing. with a quoted section from an article from the verge with the and the on-screen text says the law on recording in public and in the like the the on-screen like the the clip of the article is like technically um it's fine but you there is some basically even the clip that she posted wasn't really like exonerating i mean maybe i could find it but like it wasn't really exonerating her it's just like yeah people should have an expectation that if they're in public they might be recorded and it's okay. That's so. Then the caption says, "Book smart slash street smart." Hashtag learn. Hashtag grow. Hashtag teach. Hashtag clarity. Like not clarity, but clarity. Hashtag the law. Hashtag recording. Hashtag public. Hashtag law of mass media. Hashtag the media. Hashtag no BBL. <laughs> I think that's like a um a, okay. a KRS one verse from yeah. 1989. Then okay, so the woman in the video that she was recording has since come out and posted an explainer. And, you know, let me tell you something about the Go Touch Grass research team. We're bilingual, baby. So I'm just going to post, a, I'm going to just share a little clip. Okay. But this woman is speaking in Spanish. Es verdad, yo vi el video, ella like, se burla, usted debería reportarla. I'm, Para los que no saben, yo soy la del video. She's del like, video it's me from the video. Mujer. Se atrevió a grabarme and she, sin there's mi consentimiento dentro del gimnasio. Taking a video there's this, take, this woman taking a video of me without my consent. Um, and it's bullying. It's also sexual harassment because she's taking a video of my ass. Yeah. And also, um, she's taking a video of my ass. And, um, you know, it's also like, this is against gym policy. Planet Fitness has, this is what this woman's saying. Like, Planet Fitness has clear policies that are like, do not record other people without their consent. And also... Um, like again, that sexual harassment she did not consent to or whatever. She goes on and says, says like, she knows she has a like exaggerated BBL, but she's also like an OnlyFans creator, and that's what her fans like, whatever. And um, it's made her money. You know, she has almost fifty thousand followers. Like, she is like, she does have like a big following and whatever. You know, so there's that. And then in another video, we don't even have to look at the audio, but. I mean, listen to the audio, but in it, she does like a side by side of this woman making fun of her and also like telling the other girl, like you're engaging in cyberbullying. Like this is cyberbullying and you specifically recorded my ass to make fun of me. Um, so that came out like right before, like right after like the first or second video. And then this other girl, Lauren has been posting through it. Mm. So that is why Lauren has gotten grass hole. Yeah, I have so many thoughts, thoughts yeah. about yeah. this situation. 
it's just it's interesting to me because it's completely unclear lauren keeps being like you just we were having a fine time at the gym until the lady with the bbl came in and she's distracting us and it's like it seems like she just went to the gym yeah with it's, a big butt yeah that's all she went Which to the gym and she had a bbl yeah. that's not <laughs> josh says it's not a crime. not a it's crime. not a crime to be at the gym with a big butt Exactly. And it's also very funny because her thing is like, it's not a crime to record people. It's not a crime to be at the gym with a big butt. Yeah. So well, why are you? And also, it is a, like, the thing is that she's like, if you're in public, you're going to get recorded. Planet Fitness is not public. Right. It's, it's yeah. a private yeah. business. They have their own rules. That people pay money to. Yeah. And she, you know, just like you pay your money there, she pays her money there. And she has a right to not get yeah. recorded. Yeah. And just because something's not illegal doesn't mean that it's like cool to do right yeah. <laughs> like, right so yeah it's it's also like it, it's like this it's this surgery shaming it's this bbl yeah. shaming like you know it, it, it's really mean-spirited yeah. and then again the 12 videos that she posted in four days just is like get offline like, girl going viral destroys people's brains because it takes a person who's like a person living a life and it makes them briefly famous without any yeah. benefit mm -hmm. and it destroys your brain and then you go and, and I think this is such a common reaction right to be like not only was the thing I did fine it's actually the right thing to do yeah. right like if, if she was just like you know that was a little mean of me I this I this is like I work really hard at the gym and I it's stuff with my own body that this that seeing you makes me feel and like shouldn't have put your you in my video and made it identifying i didn't want to ruin your day fine but just that she's like not only do, do i hate big butts because they drive me crazy at i the can't gym. work out in the I presence even, of one i can't even lift weights they make my arms jiggly and <laughs> i become weak yeah, yeah your <laughs> butt takes the strength out of my muscles but she's like it's actually right of me to do and I, you should fight me or else you're a coward. Yeah, it's like, yeah. what? How did we get there? And she just wanted to have a big butt at the gym. It's also like, you know, it's like, well, if you were smart, uh, you would know that it's legal to record someone in public, but you're not smart because you have a BBL. It's like, girl, you don't know this woman. It's you so don't know mean. this woman. You're being mean. You know nothing about her. You have your own things that you're projecting yeah. onto the somebody just because they have a bbl and the thing is too it's like it's her body which is what she's saying she's like what the the woman um melissa uh she's like look it's my body i'll do whatever i want and just because someone has a bbl doesn't mean that they're stumped yeah. then she started like speaking up for all women who have bbls which is really funny <laughs> but it's like okay cool but she's like it's my body i'll do whatever i want with my body and the thing is we've talked about like bbl is a very dangerous surgery yeah. but also um you have to work out to maintain it like if, if you don't work out the muscles there and whatever it will have like really crazy consequences too which is like it's like you put your life at risk and if you don't do the the ex the right exercises to maintain it it will be for nothing because that that's like a really common thing is that they do go away i didn't sometimes. know that part of it like yeah i knew it was dangerous it's super dangerous but also like depending on the kind it can just go away yeah um so, i just it's also fat deposits and stuff it's mm -hmm. funny that she has this like and and this exists everywhere but it's like this value judgment of like if you were to dedicate your entire life to working out so that you had the results of a BBL, that's fine. Yeah. And that's not distracting and that's good. 
But for this woman to like get a BBL and then work out, it's like you're bad. You did it. The, you got a big butt the wrong way. The yeah. right way is to do it the way that I personally am doing it. And I'll fight you. It's like someone yeah. saw my dick and at, also at, I will, Met, at the Met at Stadium. The yeah. It's a full circle here yeah. on Go Touch Grass. It's just like this girl's a loser, which is why she was going viral on Twitter. Mm-hmm. People got, you know, again, it, as we talked about, people will take videos from the original content of TikTok, go on Twitter and roast them. And in, the, in this case, they got she, it right. did, she did deserve it. It's like, you're a fucking loser. You're, you're like, that is just loser behavior. I don't know how else to describe it. You got someone who wasn't bothering anybody and you fucking were harassing her, videotaping her without her consent. She called you out. She said, don't do that. Now this woman's banned from all Planet Fitness locations. So in the video, she's like, Do you like, know how, was, that's like the most permissive gym. They give you pizza when you're there. I know. It's a, people say, you know, it's a prison gym because it has the same, <laughs> it has the same thing, whatever. But she, um, she's banned. She's banned from plan, all Planet Fitnesses. That's why all the videos of her working out are from other gyms. We probably don't know yeah. that she did that. But, like, if I was in the other gym or whatever and I saw this, I would ban her from yeah, my gym, Yeah, for sure. Too. There's no way that she's going to learn the lesson of, I shouldn't do this at the gym. No. I think well, it's very hasn't. clear from her other posts, which I feel like is, like, like, the initial post is loser behavior. To be, like... I'm so irritated and annoyed by someone else's body. I can't work out and I'm going to film them and like I'm going to make my opinion public. That's like one layer. And then to just be like, actually going viral doesn't matter. I don't care. I don't care what any of you guys are saying. I'm not reading the messages. Come fight me then. Pay $10,000. Get in the ring with me. It's fine. I'm at Olive Garden. Like it's just like you're, <laughs> you're spiraling visibly. And, yeah. And spiraling, it wasn't like the Melissa, this other woman, escalated, right? She was like, Hey, this is just like, it's like, it's hurtful that you did this to me. And like, I don't think I'm stupid because I have the surgery. Here's who I am. She wasn't like, uh, and now I have to fight you, right? She wasn't like threatening. That's the thing too, is Melissa, the other woman was like, in Spanish and in English, like, hey, I don't like when people make fun and it's not okay to make fun of people for any kind of body, you know? And, And this is also a whole thing. Not necessarily BBL. It's funny it's in this instance, but like that's the thing with fat people sure. all the time, which is like people will take this uh, this like minor celebrity, and I almost researched it, but like this minor celebrity back in 2014 that was model, banned, that right? model yes, was banned this. from Planet Fitness because she took a selfie and put it on Snapchat of this like fat woman in the background, and she's like. Ew, I can't believe I have to see this in the gym. And then it was like a woman changing too. And yes, it was banned, lifetime banned from Planet Fitness. And it's exactly like it's like this behavior is not okay at all. And also, which is a whole other thing, which people do for fat people, it's like, listen, you tell fat people to go to the gym. Or, you know, when people have a body that you find, like, not attractive or whatever, you you say, go to the gym. Or when somebody has a BBL, they have to maintain it. Like, even Cardi B says, I know I bring up Cardi B all the time. It's like, even Cardi B's like, yeah, I got all these surgeries. But if you don't, even if you get lipo, whatever, if you're not working out to maintain it, it will, like, fuck you up. So it's like, this woman's doing what she's supposed to do. And then someone is having a problem with it. So it's like... It's just not okay. I don't know. There's this whole debate now about, like, what are the parameters of recording someone in public, recording a stranger in public? It's it's such a – um, it's so foul that it, that it has come to this, right? Because it's like 
I feel like before 10 years ago, and, and I, I, I'm not a person that's like, things are always getting worse. Like, ever, the internet has made everyone worse. But no. I do think, like, this wouldn't have been a question 10 years ago, right? If you had been like, hey, would it be okay if I, like, took a video of a stranger and, like, showed it to everyone I know and, like, sh- they showed it to everyone they know? You'd be like, that's one of the most fucked up things I've ever yeah. heard. <laughs> Grasshole of the week goes to Lauren. Yeah. And I'm saying that unkindly. Yeah, so, I don't think that this is. <laughs> I don't think this one. is a nice it's one. It's not a Selena Gomez one, where we're it's like. It's not Touch Grass's self care. No, this yeah. is get off the internet, Lauren. Yeah, Lauren, you got to stop posting. Maybe you just get back to Olive Garden. Yeah, and but she's posting in Olive Garden. I'm like, go work out, but it's like, and don't post. The absolute greatest twist would be if she also just had a smaller BBL that she was unsatisfied with. <laughs> yeah, well, like her BBL just didn't like look that good. Take, yeah. All right, well, well. Thank you so much, Josh. Josh, it's been great to have you on the show. This has been another episode of Go Touch Grass. Josh, now that all of our listeners have fallen in love with you, they want to hear more. Where can they find you? Where can they read your newsletter? Special, everything. Um, JoshGondelman.com is my website. It has all my tour dates. I'm going all over the country in the next few months because I'm filming a new special soon. Yeah, thank you. Um, I'm at Josh Gondelman on Twitter and Instagram and TikTok. Uh, I, my newsletter is joshgondelman.substack.com, but you can find that through my website too. Um, and, and the specials there as well. So yeah. Beautiful. Yeah. Thank you so much. And guys, uh, you can find me at Pandalise on Instagram and at Elise Navidad on TikTok. And you can find me at Millie underscore Tamaris on Instagram and TikTok and at Millie Tamaris on Twitter. And don't forget to follow us at Go Touch Grass Pod on all platforms. Check out the Patreon. We've got a new episode up now about uh, the kite baby mom talk so drama. Much drama. There's a lot going on there. Uh, don't forget to leave us a five star rating and review. And until next time, Go, go Touch, touch grass. grass! That was a HeadGum Podcast. <laughs>